Hello folks, um, it's me, Podcast Captain Millie, here on the great podcast pirate ship. I don't know where I'm going with this, I never know where I'm going with this when I start that. Um, thank you for being part of the podcast crew, I appreciate it. Um, I love seeing the, the folks joining the Discord when you found us via the podcast. Makes me do a, a little happy dance. If you haven't joined the Discord, please come along. The show notes have the link to our Discord in. Um, you're very welcome chat about whatever podcast you love find a new podcast to, to download or um, just get stuck in the gift war uh, really would appreciate it um, January was a record download um, month which means um, a lot of new folks have joined the crew um, you are welcome I love you all um, I'm going to ask for a couple of favours. Uh, do all of them or none of them? It's entirely your option, but please try and do one of them for me. Uh, if Favour number one. If you're listening um, on a platform that has a function such as ratings or reviews, leave one for the show you're listening to. I'd really appreciate it. It helps more folks um, find the podcast. helps... Um, February, March, April, May, all the rest of 23 be a record download month. Um, Favour number two. Um, if, if you have Amazon Prime and you are so inclined as to link it to a Twitch account, head over to twitch.tv forward slash games and subscribe to us. It's free to use your Prime Twitch account to give Garblad Games your Prime um, subscription uh, costs you nothing gives us a couple of dollars keeps myself in coffee keeps Pete in pens for map 23 keeps Matt in I don't know Tim Hortons or something what do you need in Canada um, and helps us renew the the arcane sigils that tether bend to this mortal coil and prevents world builder going off as an eldritch being and um, destroying other worlds uh, maybe um yeah so if you have a twitch account and you have amazon prime head over there and just just you know click those buttons for us we'd really appreciate it um costs you nothing and is a frustrating thing that needs to be done every month final um favor apps is a big ask so this one is only if you're inclined if you can afford it and if you love us um exponentially i don't know um we do have a, a Garblad Games Patreon. Um, you can start um, Patreon uh, with us for just a dollar. Uh, but the more dollars you have, the more stuff you can get. Um, and even if you don't have any dollars to, to throw to the Patreon, head over there, give it a follow, and um, consume some of the free stuff that's on there as well. Um, this is about four minutes of, of me um, getting in the way of your podcast. So I'm going to set sail... Um, and head to warmer waters uh, but do drive by the discord and say hi um, thank you so much for being part of the Garblad Games uh, family test test hello welcome back Thursday night we are live we had some technical difficulties last week but we're back now with Actune Cthulhu Shadows of Atlantis we're back to this campaign after doing the preview of the Forest of Fear uh, we're picking up where we left off. We just finished the India chapter, and we're going to be moving on to Persia for the next step. 
Uh, but before we get going, let's have uh, these fine people remind you all of who they are playing. Uh, Jeff, who is Pavel? I can't. How can we forget any of these characters, actually? But who is Pavel? Yes, yes. Pa I'm trying to get remember how I do his voice. It's not Big Pharma. It's not quite the same as Big Pharma speaking spectacularly. It's like I'm Big Pharma. Yes, yes. I'm Pavel Voracek. Yes, yes. I am. Uh, I am Dreamwalker and spiritual leader. And I have a good friend named Gregor, who's my marmot compatriot, first in his class from the Carpathian Mountains. Uh, I cast very many spells. I like to control the the elements, you know. I'm druid. I've been here and there. I wander the world, both physically and in the dreamlands. And you know, I, I occasionally cast other spells that make us go from there to there very quickly, and uh, it's very useful at times. And um, I have two bodyguards, you know. I have Mister Jonathan Morris and then Mister Wolf. They're making sure I'm protected. So like. If anything comes to harm to me, blame them, clearly. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> Very good. And Gregor, he's a he's a bodyguard. Hi. <laughs> you forget Thank Gregor. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, tell us about Ruby, who also played, it was a, a kind of a factor in the forest, if you're one shot. Yeah, um, so I play Lieutenant Ruby McKay. Uh, she hails from Moose Chow, Saskatchewan, uh, where she was um, very happy being a waitress. Um, and then one day, in walks her life, in walks the love of her life, Mr. Roger Marple. Um, and uh, so when uh, Roger decided to go to England, um, there's no question, Ruby was going with him. Um and uh, she enlisted, and um, unfortunately, on Roger's inaugural um, night uh, before um, shipping off to training, um, she went to go say goodbye, and a building fell on her. Um, when she woke up in um, in the hospital, she was she would learn that she was the sole survivor. So distraught and and whatnot, she decided to throw her uh, throw her whole worth in with this lot and uh, help to make this world a better place. <laughs> yes, Marmaduke. That's right, Marmalade, Marmaduke. Uh, Marmalade? Spoiler: Roger Marples is a douche. <laughs> yeah, he survived. He, he survived. Yeah. Abandoned Badly. Ruby. She's been thrown into this war. For, for the better, I think. For the better. Oh, yeah. Because mm -hmm. he's, he's a jerk. So, yeah. <laughs> sorry. That's okay. He was a good character to, for the uh, for the game. But it's interesting mm -hmm. finding out Roger now and learning about him and that he's not dead and that he's just not a great person. And poor Ruby's searching and looking and so, so good. torn up over it. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. It's a great idea to play Roger in our Force to Fear preview. <clears throat> oh. And Jeremy is playing Jonathan Morse, who was also part of the Forest of Fear. Tell us about Jonathan. Sure. Jonathan Morse, uh, Korea's soldier, nothing fancy. Sure, I kind of died once. It's not a big deal. I got a blood transfusion. Sometimes my eyes glow, my fangs pop a little bit. It's fine. I find myself more resilient now than before. I do try to do my best to keep Pavel from getting hurt. God forbid everything, anything ever happened to him because I would never want to have to take care of that mom. But he's lovely, but he's a handful. He is. He really is. Tank. <laughs> you know, I just, I 
I punch things in the face and I take bullets. It's what I do. You're good at both of those things. Very good at both those things. All right. And our French baguette ninja, Henri. Yeah, I have a question. Are we back in normal time or are we still back in time? You are normal time. Because, okay. So nope. we're back in original Henri, right? Because I know he came back when we went back in time. What? <laughs> I'm confused now. What are you talking about? He showed up in where? Where were we? In the desert. Whenever Egypt? I was like, Tibet. I, I thought you showed up. Yeah, you showed we, up to Tibet when the plane which went, is, down, yeah, went down. Yeah, the mountain. And it was yeah. back. Tibet. Yeah, and it was like back in time. Everything was weird because on. Oh, was... you were you were on Earth, but like nothing lined up with the stars and all that. You were in some weird place. It wasn't back in oh. time. Okay, I thought we were like before World War One or something. No, no, no. It was like the same time, but you could not pinpoint on Earth where you were. Like ah, a pocket, yeah. a pocket place on Almost Earth. Like like Iron Fist when he goes to his little city and it's like weird and it's mm-hmm. just displaced. Okay. Well, Henri <laughs> is a from the land of France that no one's ever heard of in this no. party. Speaking French that no one knows exists in this party. Yeah. Uh, eating baguettes that I guess no one's eaten until he gave them to him. Um, some may or may not be bloody. Some may or may not be waterproof. Some may or may not have demon shards in them. It's, uh, you never know. But he was a resistance fighter in, we started, I think, in what? Poland, right? In he this in campaign? First, yeah, he was in the first ever. Oh, but that that takes place later there. in the war. Oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. Back and forth. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, this started. This campaign started in Vienna prior to the outbreak of World War II. But you played in an adventure near the tail end of world war two mm. first and somehow he's the same age but don't worry about that that's <laughs> <laughs> but yes he is a baguette ninja he is a man of stealth mm-hmm. and urban or rural and doesn't it don't even have to ask that anymore i can just <laughs> add my focus don't even have to ask <laughs> right i forgot about that urban or rural and he also eats a lot of carrots and has dark vision. So he is the, <laughs> the party's scout. That's the, what the talent says. I don't know why he can see in the dark. <laughs> That's a beta carotene. And he's also got a healthy orange glow to him from all those. Yes. Carrots. And I think he has gotten a magical baguette in his adventures. I'm pretty sure he's found the artifact. Nope. No, no, <laughs> no. Uh, all right. And Aaron, who is playing Wolf, is not here this week. He should be back next week. He's doing away with work so he'll be back all right so we last left off we finished the india chapter you guys found another piece of the paladin paladin uh it was like a rod that had some sort mm-hmm. of trigger mechanism on it. it would have shot something at one point but it had been sabotaged at some point in the past you acquired it you have it you just it's unusable at this point but you do have another one of the treasures that you're you were looking for um then reason we're heading to Persia is because the Serling uh, Lama was, uh, gave you two clues on where to go. He told you about India, where the artifact was that you just got. And then there's Persia, where there's the cup of Yima. Uh, he, he advised that. So that is why we're connecting the dots here of why we're going to Persia, because it was never really discussed at the end of the last one. And it's been months. And I even kind of scratched my head going, why are we going to Persia? So it's because it was one of the hints <laughs> that our friend gave us of the two places to go next. So from Bombay, you are taking a boat to Persia. 
going up along the Persian Gulf. Uh, along the way, you have made contact with Strang. And he sent uh, the following message. He sent, on to Persia now. Whatever this cup of Yima is, you're here to get it for Section M, the new CO. Yes, London's changed its name and you're all in a very different kettle of fish now. London is gearing up for something big. But he's keeping subject on the matter of what? Uh, this tension in the air, just like before, a thunderstorm... Isfarin's pretty rough. You're heading to Isfahan. Uh, it's pretty It's pretty enough, but you're not here for the sights. Your contact's name is Karush Sabahani, a ceramics merchant in the Bazaar Marketplace. Maybe he can shed some light on this Fire Temple Guff. And I'll inform you about this Fire Temple Guff here in a moment. So that's your instructions. You have to um, head to the town of Isfahan. You're to make contact with a gentleman by the name of Kurush Spahani. Uh, and he is a ceramics merchant in the bazaar. Which is not much to go off of because the bazaar is going to be rather huge. So, along the way there on the boat, you have had the opportunity to review um, the notes from Ehrlichman on Persia and his research on the area. And you've had time to re refer to the Book of the Machine uh, also on this Cup of Yima. So I'm going to give you guys some information here on both those things to give you a little bit more background on where we're headed and a little bit of information and some clues to point you in the right direction. So let me bring that up here. We've got some handouts. The new handouts really confused me the way they are set up now in here. All right, so we've got a few handouts here. So first one says fire. This is from Ehrlichman's notes. Fire, life, growth, purity, sacred fires, ancient and lost, the farmer's fire, Adur Berzin Mir Mithra's fire, the warrior's fire, Adur Gushnap, and the priest's most sacred flame, Adur Farnbag. Present. The lowliest Atash Dadga, not always holy. The fire of fires gathered from the four professions, Atash Adaran. And the fire of victory, born from the embers of 16 lesser fires at the... I don't know what that is. Recitation? Recitation of the Atash Nahash Atash Baram. There's a lot of words in there that don't make sense. But Ehrlichman himself didn't make sense. We've got three handouts here just for this one little section. So that's one of the pages. The next one. Come on. Uh, do you guys, if you click on, do you have 3.2 in the corner yeah, there now? Yeah, 3.2 yeah, says, yeah. Embers from the sacred Atash Baram uh, carried into battle as a Persian army's own paladine. Atlantean influence? Really? Do I believe that now? or parallel development of shared pro protective themes. Temples. Zorastian, although younger than the faith to which they are attached. Atashan, the place of burning fire. Inner sanctum. Major developments. Sasanian era. I don't know what that word is. House of fire. Domed roof supported by four pillars at the corners of a square characteristic and then 3.13 3. 
Four Arches, Kahar Tak, Darb Amar, The Court, Gate of Mithra, modern usage, Gadad's work, Isfahan, Hill of Morass. Could that be a mistranslation of Imshid's legendary refuge? Possible. Is a magical artifact associated with him? A, I don't know what that word is, that permitted him to see everything in his kingdom? Could that be it? So those are the three pages in Ehrlichman's notes. It seems like a lot of gibberish <laughs> in there and a lot of big words. Uh, but there are there are some clues in there. So it talks about um, the city you're going to. Uh, Isfahan is in that last note. It says, good odds work. Hill of Morass. Um, he mentions uh, their own version of a Paladion, the Persian army's own version of a Paladion with possible uh, Atlantean influence. He kind of questions that himself in his notes, a parallel development possibly. Uh, he mentions temples of the Zoroastrians, uh, younger in faith to which they are attached. Um, and he also describes a place, the House of Fire, domed roof, supported by four pillars at the corners of a square. Characteristic four arches. So there's some information in there. So maybe you, you'll hear things along the way that might tip you off to some of these crazy ramblings in these notes maybe not uh we'll also check on the book of the machine to see what it has written about the cup of yima if you remember when we looked up the last uh paladine item it didn't tell you really how to use the item it just kind of described it and its appearance and kind of its purpose but it doesn't ever tell you how to use them so when you go to the book of the machine uh the fifth chapter is the one that contains information regarding the cup of yima uh there's no actual description of the object itself for this one only discussion uh, of its role and what it was used for so it talks about how the cup formed uh the core of a sophisticated surveillance system allowing its user to both see and hear what was happening at a chosen location Details of how it worked are not recorded, but its usefulness in preempting potential civil disturbances uh, is outlined and talked about in there. But it's also kind of ironic that that's what kind of led to the downfall of Atlantis and this thing wasn't able to really help or prevent that. So this object you're looking for can be used to, to spy or see things and hear things at great distances away. But you don't know how. Questions? No. Crystal clear. It's a lot of information thrown at you. <laughs> In these pages specifically, usually Ehrlichman's notes are a lot more, um, I don't know, to the point. These ones are a lot of rambling. Uh, okay. It's okay. I've got it all figured out. That's fine. That's fine. I am academic. I took extra point in academia. I know everything that you just said. <laughs> well, there you go. We can't fail. I understand what all of these words mean. No problem. Glad you do. I mm -hmm. I had to hold myself back from saying Gesundheit like three times. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, yes. That different language uh, that is German. But, you know, that's fine. Good, good job, Mr. Morris. So, so Pavel, Thank you. what are we doing? Where are we going? Oh, we are going to this town of Istvahan. And we are looking for this Krush Subhahami. Uh, he is ceramics merchant. Uh, he's apparently somewhere in the the bazaar area. We could find him. Uh, perhaps he knows uh, where this uh, this hill of Morris 
something of that might be. I think is uh, is probably where we where we uh, where we in- inquire about. Oh, wow. I think. Excellent. Well, you know, you know, you know what? I I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you. I I all I heard was bizarre, and um, I'm kind of excited, and I feel like this time going into a bazaar, I'll be a lot more calm like i know like i'm i'm practiced after after egypt i know i know some things so um you got you have all the the other stuff well in hand my friend as you always do and um yeah when about are we landing so we are on the boat I <laughs> yeah i know we're on a boat but you know like you know like landing on the i don't know let me look out no, yet that's water. Yes, we are. You're, yes, you are on water. <laughs> Let's Can get making land. It works. It still works. Translation issue. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, Ruby, I bought a fake mustache. Tell me if you think it works. Oh, oh, ab- absolutely. It looks beautiful. Please, it's so large and bushy. <laughs> It looks fantastic. Perfect. We're gonna blend in. Oh, 100%. this time it's serious, clandestine, stealth Absolutely. all the way. Oh, stealth! I love stealth. I'm just gonna go and adjust your mustache so it's not crooked. It's the Cottingham model. <laughs> Indeed, very distinguished. Yes. <laughs> all right. So, you are gonna dock right away. Mm, dock not, not land dock uh so you guys come to isfahan you dock there at the major uh port and there are people everywhere it is a buzz uh a hive of activity the city itself is known uh for its carpet designs its persian carpet designs but it is also uh quite well known for its melon farms in the area and uh it's pigeon towers. You can see as you're, you're, you're onboarding from the ship and all that, there are these squat circular structures all over the city. And these are where they're used to, to house these pigeons. And you've heard that they can house up to 14,000 birds in each. That and is a lot of bird shit. It's <laughs> quite a bit. That is a lot I thought of pigeons shit. were like rats with wings. Why would anyone want to keep them in a tower or anything? It seems seems strange. They're not like eagle or hawk or something like something well, grand and powerful. A local stops and says, "Well, actually, they were vital in the production of their guano, and it was used to keep the watermelon fields fertilized. But now." With the invention of chemical fertilizers, we don't quite need them as much anymore. But great question. Welcome to Isfahan. Thank you, Mr. Wiki. It is pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> How did you know my name? Uh, I just, I have a way with people. You know, I just anticipate. Hello, hello. I just, I'm amazed that you looked at us and you said, that looks like a group of people that wants to hear about bird shit. You were right. I want to learn more. Need more bird shit. <laughs> oh, it's great. I could take you to one of the towers if you'd like to see it firsthand. I oh, love it. That's such a good idea. Oh, it's a shame. We have shopping to do I'm though. Blending in. She has no clue. As he repositions the mustache. 
Stop fidgeting. Stop touching it. Keep it. Wow. Uh, Mr. (laughs) Mr. Wiki. Yes, Mr. Wiki. Yes, it is pleasure. Uh, speak. I'm speaking Arabic. That's what I yeah. know. So I, I know I that say... you do speak Arabic. So yeah, you guys are conversing in Arabic. Sure, sure, sure. I will ask for. Uh, you know, is is the is the bazaar obvious? Do we know? Can we see what? Oh yeah, there? it's like in the center of town. It's huge. I could show you the way there if you'd like. Oh, I would be oh, much obliged, there, Mister Wiki. Please, please, please. Yes. What? What? Why? Where? Where are you headed? Why are you going to the bazaar? What? What's what are you doing we in Isfahan? Buy, we need to buy many melons, like lots and lots of melons. And mm. we have heard that this place, Isfahan, is very well known for its melons. Yes, it is. Whereabouts are you staying while you're here? Oh, we have not yet made arrangements for that, okay. but uh, we, we, will, we will look around. We will, I... you know, assess. Um, all right. Well, just, to, you know, make sure you're staying in the inner city. Maybe stay away from the, you know, the... The, the edges and the outskirts. Uh, there's been some trouble recently, but... Uh, oh, that sounds terrible. What kind of trouble has happened on the outskirts of the city? Oh, there's been a growing number of mutilated corpses found. Well, goodness, that is not <laughs> like many bird shit. That is, no. that is very serious. They've what been mauled to death and their eyes have been removed. Like people corpses, like individuals. People, people corpses. So stay. Whatever you do at night, stay away from the outskirts of the town. What is it that what they is think that is doing this, Molly? He like looks around and he, in a hushed tone, goes, "Well, there's been descriptions of a man-sized monster. Uh, they say it's got wings, huge black wings, that flap menacingly." That that of a a, a a thick shaggy mane of a lion, I don't know. What? It's ridiculous. But all the same, no matter what caused it, these these bodies are real. Those are not things of of fantasy. Oh, this 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 creature. How long has it been? How long has it been terrorizing the city? Oh, the last few weeks. Four, five deaths in the last few weeks. There's, there's been talk of more people missing in the outlying villages. Oh goodness, that is, that is terrible. Is anyone doing anything about this? Mm, Not as far as I know. The authorities aren't really. I don't know. There hasn't been much uh, on it. I, I, I I don't know what to tell you. I, I know that the the priests. Um, they're not too happy. The Zorostians, they're, they're kind of, they're, they're quite upset with what's going on. They feel, well, this is what I've heard. They feel that this is due to, you know, the foreigners coming into their country. Uh, you know, that possibly they're the ones committing violence or this is, you know, because of their presence, these creatures are coming and the pollution and the elements that are being added to the earth and, and, and the, and the water. They say that this is this is a result of that, possibly. So it is like pollution of water has like melded with something else. Uh, some sort of creature has yes returned and is now taking oh. its vengeance on people. I, I don't know. It's yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, don't don't not. Uh, it's just some madman or something. Oh well. I will certain. We will certainly not stay on the uh, the uh, the exterior of the city. That oh, good, good, good. Thank you, Mister Wiki. You have saved us. You're, <laughs> hey, you're welcome. So, 
Where are you from? I can't quite place your accent. Oh, here or there, you know. You speak excellent Arabic. I do, thank you. Thank you. I've practiced it uh, a lot. I don't know why I just said practice the way I just did, but you know, I've uh, I'm very I'm very academical. Academical. Yes, 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 indeed. yes I've studied many books. Yes. Well, I've studied mostly bird shit my whole life. That's why I'm such an expert uh, on these uh the pigeon farms. I see, I see, yes, yes. Do you think perhaps like is are the pigeons in the tower getting affected by this winged monster at all, you think? Thinks on it for a moment. No, that's ridiculous. No. Yes, you're you're right. That is absurd. Why yes, you're so I'm I beg your pardon. Yeah. <laughs> After walking with you some time, he's been leading you through the streets. He goes, Here before you is the bazaar. What is it that you are looking for? Perhaps I can guide you in the direction of some shops, depending on what... Uh, are you here for we our need, luscious melons? We need so many melons in, the, in jars to carry them, in large, big, you know, ceramic jars in, the, in vases with which in, we can put the melons. Those two things are on our shopping list, yes. Mm, ceramic jars for melons. Yes, so we want or to store it to protect it from the heat. Gotcha. Or, or or just you know large ceramic items maybe not for melons no 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 they're definitely for melons so you okay so okay not just any old ceramics you need ceramics for melons specifically well i, I tell you Pavel, how are we gonna get the melons inside the ceramics i don't i don't know about you but i haven't seen anything with a hole larger than this how that are we gonna get it in good point we should talk you know what we need to do we need to talk to an expert in ceramics is the mr wiki is there anything here within this bazaar who has expertise in ceramics you think oh there's quite a few families that have been operating for hundreds of years here in these bazaars you know their knowledge passed down generation to generation uh for various things not just ceramics you know we could go to a few shops where that are that have been around for this amount of time uh, is that what you like do we just want to go shop to shop is it... well there was there was there was this lovely couple on mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. ship that we were heading they were talking and we were kind of overhearing them we were talking all about ceramics and kind of that kind of got our brain juices going and we thought um th they were talking they, a couple of names came up but i can't quite remember if you could just like maybe talk about a couple and if we'd be like yeah yeah, yeah that's the one we want to go to well i don't know the names of the shops i could take you to the various districts or areas where where they, they are located but are you importers, exporters of ceramics? Is that why you're here? Yes. Yes, that is exactly correct. You have found us out. The melons was just... Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Could not put it past you, Mr. Wiki. <laughs> I actually am a sincere melon enthusiast. Are you? Hmm. Would you like to go to the melon district after when we're done? I do, but... I have, to, I have to know, do you put salt on your melons? It's very important to me. Salty melons. <laughs> oh. The whole time, your mustache is getting just more crooked and crooked. In his mouth. I've, I've, yeah, mustache is like flopping <laughs> while you're talking. 
Um, he just points at your points at your upper lip. Ah, uh, uh, no, mean, I I say I've never had salt in my melons, but I'll have to try it. No kickstart you experience. It'd be like the motorboat equivalent of melons. Oh, what's a motorboat? It's a boat has a motor goes faster. Interesting. Yeah. Perhaps we just get off one. That's an oh. Yes. You did. <laughs> that you did. That you did. That cruise ship. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Anyway. Oh, I'm so taken aback. You're fascinating people. Where are you from? What is your accent? How are you speaking Arabic to me? Oh, I just say things <laughs> and I hope the Pavel interprets. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, uh, yes. Pavel has been, uh, has, has certainly been translating with 79% accuracy everything that people have been saying. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> you get to the ceramic uh, area and he starts uh, showing around different shops and uh, fix our overlay here. We all got bounced yeah, my around. Yeah, my video tagged out for a second all good uh yeah so you guys are inspecting and looking around he goes is, is there anything else you need of me Should I, I i can i can be on my way i mean clearly we owe you a drink or something i don't i owe you a salty melon drink, but uh i will take you up on one of these salty melons that there you, you speak go. of Excellent. thank you thank you 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 are you are you are very interesting people i was very lucky to run into you on the docks today and if you need anything while you're here that is my bird tower over there and uh I, like uh, my name is mr wiki as i mentioned previously he holds out his hand and scuttles off along his way <laughs> a very friendly man, right? Like that was a very friendly man. I liked him. Yeah, I didn't understand attractive. him at all. Oh, he was very friendly. <laughs> yes, everything he was saying was just laced with 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 kindness. Indeed, it's hard for me because you're so friendly. And w when we're talking to somebody else, sometimes I wonder: is this guy nice, or is it just Pavel being nice? It's that it's hard fair. to know. That is true. That is true. He was very complimentary of your mustache. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he wa he was curious. He's like, do all Europeans and Americans do their mustaches move and spin like that, or is that you know, is that that's the style in the West? And I said, okay, um, yes, that is that is the style in the West, and he believed me. Hmm? He's so good, and he very much wants to eat melon with salt on it. So you have started trend here in Istvahan. That's good. That's good. <laughs> So you're standing there talking, the five of you. You are sticking out like a sore thumb. You are very much outsiders in the middle of this bazaar in Isfahan. And as you're standing there, uh, um, a man, oh, medium height and build, uh, with uh, walks over. He's got a cane in his hand. He's got um, thick black hair. And it almost appears to be like dust in his hair. And he's running uh, 
his fingers and stroking a, a neatly trimmed mustache. And he wanders over and he greets you. He goes, uh, hello, can I, can I help you? You seem to be uh, out of place or looking for something. And he looks at you just kind of almost knowingly like he's trying to get some information out of you. Oh, no, we are just friendly local melon enthusiasts looking to browse the wares, the Vistful Hunt. Hmm. Is there something we can help you with, uh, Mr... Ah, he holds out a hand. He goes, Crush Spahani. No. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Crush Spahani. Sorry, I wrote it down wrong. Spahani. Spahani, yes. S-P-A-H-A-N-Y. Spahani. Crush Spahani. Well, in addition to our enthusiasm for melons, we are also very interested in discussing ceramic wares, perhaps? Is there... Or yes, perhaps you why, don't, why don't we go back to my business and I can help you out? Yes, let us go to this business. This sounds delightful. Is, is he speaking English or Persian? Um, I'm going to say English. And it would be Arabic. But he's going to speak. He's speaking English. He's the first person that you've encountered who speaks English, which also stood out to all of you. We we would be absolutely thrilled to go back to your place of work, and um, I'll just grab his grab his arm, and uh, which way? He kind of raises his cane and points in a direction. Well, shall we lead on? All right, and he starts leading you through the streets of the bazaar until you finally come to a a a, a workshop where there are four men working away. One of them's out front talking to customers. There's other men in the back who are uh, like burning, not burning, but um, putting uh, ceramics into the oven, cooking them, if you will. There's others who are creating them, who are shaping clay and making these ceramics he goes uh, please please come in let's uh let's go back to the back of the shop and uh maybe i can help i can show you my special uh merchandise that, oh. uh, i don't just sell to anybody let me guess they are ceramics for melons yes how did you know I, we were just talking about it when we got off the ship and we thought because you know you guys are like kind of famous for ceramics and like your your melons are everywhere everybody knows when you want a good melon right you know where to go um so yeah we just knew mm. yes okay uh please come on back you're my guests come 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 and he shows you the back of the shop and he sits you down and he there's like a curtain that he closes once everybody's inside the small room and he sits down and goes, so you are the ones sent by the British. Uh, I am to assist you. And it was not too hard to find you. Room, rumor and word traveled quite fast to the uh, town of the five of you uh, wandering around and making your way. Uh, hopefully you didn't have a hard time finding uh, the general area where my shop was. Oh, no, we met a delightful man by the name of Mr. Wiki, who showed us all around, told us about crazy monster, like, attacking the cities and the villages. <sighs> also about the, the, the pigeon shit towers. Yeah. Many things. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, you heard about these these rumors. More. It's more about the murders. I don't know about this monster, but uh, the murders that have been taking place. These bodies found with their eyes gouged out. That's uh, quite troubling. Bizarre. Yes. Yes. Uh, it, uh, Mr. Wiki says these Russians are, are, are claiming it is because of foreigners and that. Uh, well. <sighs> There is there there's been a French led archaeological dig uh, n- nearby <laughs> town and I'm sorry what a, a what led a wrench led uh, they they claim to be French I believe friends like they are friends of yours yes it's, it's it's weird I've never heard of such a word before have you it's curious no no I think he means diplomatic envoy. Diplomatic. friendly diplomatic it's like maybe it's an abbreviation it's probably yes, translation it like acronym yes 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 that makes sense very that's very smart got a mind like a steel trap it's rusted cool, most yeah. of the time but still every now and then yes but uh yeah they're digging doing some digging and people are claiming that you know they've de- disturbed ancient old ruins and the dig and all that of cause this monster to awaken but it's strange none of the attacks have taken place out there they're all here in the city so uh it's just i think it's the work of a madman to be honest but uh so yes how can i be of assistance uh my family we we've recently uh started working with or we have a history of working with the british starting with the russian acquisition of our city under the terms of the anglo-russian convention we have quite a network of uh, people that we can get information out of about uh, things pertaining to the region. Uh, What is it that you're looking for while you're here? Well, that is excellent question. Um, have you, and we, are we getting the sense this is trustworthy? He is exactly who he said he is. We're not getting any funny vibes from him. He's not uh, like looking over shoulder. He, he didn't, like quickly cover up like you know Nazi flag on his desk when we came back. Like oh, I don't know how that got there. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, how, whoa, how did that get oh, there? Goodness. Uh, <laughs> you could, you can make an insight observation test if you'd like. Oh yes, yes. Let's get some momentum. Yeah, there. let's get some momentum going. So you have none threatening me are you trying to say i'm not good at this anybody oh, can make this roll if you'd like to start get- oh, oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> i'm extra observant it's my shittiest skill and <laughs> i rolled really well you did you roll go. very well target number nine you're just as good as um old baguette boy there baguette boy's just chain smoking and shaking his head <laughs> listening to the, the these conversations <laughs> all right so we get generate some momentum yeah he seems he seems on the level he seems very genuine he has been uh very attentive like when you came into the shop and before he showed you in and he closed the the curtain he was like watching make sure nobody's following or listening in um he's his demeanor seems very um very like he there's no guard that's up he's just very upfront and honest with all of you so yeah you feel like you could trust him Well, 
the thing is, uh, Mr. Subhadi, uh, we are here for, um, perhaps you've heard, uh, Artifact, uh, the Cup of Yemma. Tell, mm. tell us what you know. I don't know anything about this. Um, it sounds like an object out of antiquity. I don't know of anything like that in a museum or a university or anything like that. I've not heard of this thing before. I wish I could um, point you in the right direction of where to find it. But um, I mean, what about the hills of Malis? Is that the place that you know? Um, possibly. Um, is that I, or like some fancy arches somewhere or something? Yeah, four pillars. Four, four pillars. pillars. And a dome with like four corners, right? Yeah, I I it's a little bit out of my my expertise. I I just mainly know about things in the city and goings on here. Perhaps we could talk to uh, my brother. He's a Zorostian priest here in the city and the priesthood and the folks there may know more, uh, especially when it comes to these objects and these things of antiquity. And obviously this, uh, this thing is very important. This is what uh, Section M told me. It, magical properties or something like that. I don't quite understand it. Perhaps my brother, though, and the priesthood may know more. We could, we could always go visit him and maybe he could help us out. Is he, is he trustworthy? We've, we've heard that um, they don't particularly like foreigners. And as you pointed out, we kind of stick out. Well, they're more upset with the pollution of the elements of the earth. Potentially, uh, potentially the water. It's these bodies that keep showing up that has the, uh, the priests worried and concerned and angry about, uh, about things. Uh, there, there is thought it could be foreigners, but uh, you're with me, and he is family. I can take you there, and he can be trusted. He is blood. He is blood. What if there's new people showing up that are looking at something that the locals would normally look at, and somebody's pissed about that, so they're cutting their eyes out? Like, stop looking at this shit, right? <laughs> uh I suppose your mustache is falling off. It, it's no, it's not. It's the style. It's a Western thing. Oh, my apologies. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, the police don't really have any leads on what's going on here. Nobody really knows. They're actually not really investigating or looking into it. It's kind of hush hush. It's quite odd. The government is kind of turning a blind eye to it right now. Same with, you know, these archaeological digs and such like they've the the french is that what it was the french have come in here and paid them off and they're allowed to be here but people are quite upset about their presence they're also um there are others oh, the diplomatic with, envoy yes yes the diplomatic envoy exactly exactly our our baguette friend here uh the, the one with the bloody bread uh, right here you mentioned uh French before, right? You say you are French, is that right? You, you I think it's this? French. French? Is yeah, it French? French. He, he blows a big puff of smoke in Pavel's face. <laughs> <laughs> we, yes. 
I do not understand why all of you do not understand that France is real. Clearly no. it is. I am not the only person from there if there are archaeologists. No, of we are course, talking about not. French, not France. Like those, uh, right? Hmm. We believe you. We, we believe you. Are all the you people think... that are dying, are they French? Uh, no, they're locals. Oh. No, they're real. Ah, true. <laughs> they are real. French, they they are locals, and like I said, they're not. These people aren't dying near this dig site. They're have, they're dying here in the city. Are they like local workers for the the French group that maybe caught something and when they were digging and brought it back? That's a great question. But from what Thank my you. network has uncovered, there's been there's no ties. Uh, there's also been rumors of people dying on the outskirts as well. Small villages surrounding the area between here and the dig site itself. And as far as we know, there's no ties to that either. People visiting, family and such outside the city, fallen victim. There's no real ties or reason to who or is being chosen as a victim to these crimes. Yes. <clears throat> Do you know what it is these French are looking for? What is dig? Baguettes. They're looking for <laughs> baguettes. Oh, yes, yes. We, it is uh, the nation's greatest artifact. Uh, what nation is uh, that? French. French. <laughs> the nation of French. <laughs> the French. Um... I don't know particular. I know that the gentleman's name that is leading the expedition is one Bertrand Lane. Uh, he is leading this expedition. That does not sound very French to me. It doesn't, does it? Hmm. Right, it sounds like a real name. I agree. It doesn't sound fake. <laughs> but um, You no said it, not me. <laughs> We don't know what exactly he's looking for, um, but he is um, investigating a hilltop temple uh, nearby, and that's where they're digging. Now, there have been digs there previously. Uh, there was an Iranian archaeological uh, dig. Uh, a gentleman by the name of uh, Andre Godard uh, was there in, back in 37, and he did a dig, and... Um, there's talk of a fire temple or something. I don't know. It was it was left uh, aside and they abandoned it. Uh, but now this this Bertrand Lane has uh, renewed interest in the site. You said the um, fire temple. Yeah, that's, well, that is the name of it. Yes. Oh, like it uh, is there a, a local? name for it like a, a, a pronunciation perhaps something with like attach in it yes how how are you uh how are you familiar with that oh i am linguist and i am world traveler and i am very academical yes you are quite academical thank you <laughs> yes uh you you are correct yes Do we know how to get to this place? Oh, we could go there. There's there's uh, guards, and you can't really get into the place. Um, 
Without but I, I am French. I could get in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're. 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 You're quite amusing. I don't understand how everyone in the world does not know of the greatest country, France. Yeah. Everywhere we go, everybody seems to mock it. But then they eat a baguette and oh, things change. How weird. Smoke some no. cigarettes, things change. How weird. What is mocking you? We, you've been through so much. Look at Gregor. He's addicted. I I mean, yes, you've done a great job addicting the marmot to your cigarettes. I hope you're proud. Hmm. Is this your culture and heritage that you would spread? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Great. Um, I know little things about the temples. Perhaps again, my brother, the priest, may be able to help us. Uh, Jamshid, we can go see him at the temple. It seems like there is a fifty-fifty chance that we get into trouble if we go see your brother. He's a good man. He's a priest. I'm not talking about just him, but I don't think he's alone, though. Uh, there are other priests at the temple. Yeah, Could but we I... perhaps like invite him outside of the temple, perhaps, and like we talk to him at your. Uh, I don't mean to impose, but your home, or even here. Here. Do you not trust my brother? We would no, like to invite not... your brother to a salty melon picnic. <laughs> that is perfect. What is a picnic? Ah, uh... we go find a nice hilltop. Get some salt, get some melons. Just going to go to town on all of it. A motorboat. Yes. All of right. Okay. You know, I gave you a lot of shit earlier, but honestly, you're you're good. I like you, Henri. Uh, yeah. I don't acknowledge your country. <laughs> but you're okay. <laughs> I just don't exist, but I'm here. I get it. Yeah. Uh, sure, you're my well, favorite I... imaginary friend. <laughs> I, I could go to the temple and 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 gather him that and bring seems him back here. The safest thing. Yes. Okay. Oh, well, yes. Yes. Would you like much. to just wait here while I do so? We. We. Does that we mean we, we are coming we like with to. me? Yes. No. no we, we. Yes. Are going to wait. No. Yeah. We'll wait. Okay. Henri <laughs> <laughs> will stealth and follow behind him. <laughs> Perhaps that is why Henri is so good at stealth. Like, no one believes that he is there. <laughs> he's, he's real. It's a, a figment of your imagination. To, your, oh, it's your, like oh, French. Oh, he can't be here. Just going. If a fake tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? Right. The fake Frenchman <laughs> speaks. Is he really real? No. All yeah. right. So All right. fake Frenchman is redundant, but you know. <laughs> so he is real. Uh, so yeah, he'll take off. He'll say, hey, stay here, make yourselves at yeah, home. I want to stealth and follow him and try to listen to the conversation he has with his brother and stuff to make sure they're sure. Uh, this will be urban stealth. Hell yeah. Go ahead and make your roll. Stealth is agility, right? Agility. Yeah, we'll do agility. Agility. Do momentum as well. Oh, sure. Why not? We can use one. You can use some momentum. Oh, Fiddlesticks. Fiddlesticks. That's all right. You only need one success. Give yourself momentum back. So he leaves, takes his leave. He starts making his way through the streets and you're behind him. Uh, eventually he comes to this, this temple. It's a relatively unassuming building set uh, amidst a well-tended floral garden. And there is a 
tiled in blue and gold uh, all around the outside. It is, t- it is tiled in blue and gold. Um, and the uh, main facade of the front uh, has a short flight of steps, uh, which lead into uh, a covered entrance. So he takes his shoes off before entering and uh, goes inside this covered entrance. And you kind of sneak up and you look inside and there's a large carved wooden door uh, in front of him. And there's a a plain metal pull bell, which he pulls. You can hear a bell go off. Eventually, um, he waits and he waits and he waits. Uh, and no one answers, so he just goes inside. Hmm. Like through that big door? Through the big door, he just enters. Um, follow him in? Yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> All right. You follow him in through the door. Uh, through the door is a large open hall. And it is wonderfully cool in here and tiled in white marble. Uh, And towards the center of this chamber is a set of gated steps that lead to a screen door. And he's waiting and he's waiting. And eventually someone comes to him and they ask him, uh, you know, how can I help you? He says he's here to see his brother. And eventually a man appears, a tall physically fit man much so, more so than um Karush. but uh you can see the family resemblance in this man's face they're definitely relatives of some some sort and he greets him uh, and uh you can hear the conversation he talks about how you know we have some some foreign visitors who are here on behalf of the british and he's been tasked with helping them and um they are here to find uh and investigate an ancient artifact. Based on all the stuff you've been asking, he asks if he can come back to the his shop with him. Uh, as they did not want to leave and, and draw any more unwanted attention upon themselves wandering the city. So he agrees to come back. And the two of them, you know, leave. They get their put their shoes back on upon leaving the, the temple. And uh, make their way back to the to the shop. Nothing out of the ordinary's conversation. He gave him a straight up rundown of why he why he was calling on him. So, with that, uh, we're gonna say Henri appears shortly before uh, Kurush and uh, Jamshid arrive, and they enter the room, and he introduces you all all of you to his brother Jamshid, and he is dressed in um, a white cap and white robes, that of the priests of. Uh, that would we would be wearing and he introduced himself to all of you and waits to all sit down and ask how can i be of service how can a priest be of service to uh these 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 international uh adventurers oh well yes it is pleasure to meet you mm-hmm. and thank you very much for agreeing to to help us we have a few questions if you don't mind we understand that there are Many things happening now in uh, in Istfahan, uh, and we uh, we are sure that there is uh, quite concern. Uh, but um, this um, 
No, you're proper. I hear Krush has mentioned uh, the Temple of Fires, uh, and we are, are wondering uh, what more you might be able to tell us of this place and perhaps of the uh, the Cup of Yema. Maybe you have heard of this? Uh, as soon as you say the Cup of Yema, he smiles and he kind of laughs at that. That's... That's... Yema! Is a alternate name for a legendary Persian hero king. That's that is all there is to that. There's no more. This cup of Yima. I've not heard of such. I've heard tale and fairy tale of such things, but it does not exist. Oh, oh! Do tell us. Do tell us the tale. Oh, perhaps, perhaps another time. It's, it's quite fantastical. We are quite fantastical people. Yes, I'm and... from France. Uh, where? Yes, exactly. Believe exactly. fantasy. Amazing. <clears throat> yes. Well. Um, yeah. I've I've heard of such things. You know, there's this tale, rumor, that these people from the oceans brought this cup here, that they integrated with my order, and uh, oversaw. These people oversaw the construction of our city. The cup itself was hidden away when Alexander the Great was taking lands for fear that he would discover it. It was buried away and my brotherhood, my priesthood, summoned a winged monster to protect it. But uh, like I said, it is all fantasy. There's no, there's no truth to that. It's ridiculous. Uh... But this whole winged monster thing, right? You've, um, I have heard from a very delightful man named Mr. Wiki, I'm sure you heard. Uh, he, uh, he explained that there is rumor going around that these, uh, these murders, these bodies showing up on the outskirts of town and in the villages are possibly done by a, a winged monster. That seems a strange coincidence, does it not? Oh, people tying the old world to the new world trying to make sense of things that don't make sense that's all it is no more so you have not summoned a winged monster again <laughs> summoning a winged monster what do you think i am someone in the same priesthood the summons monsters oh this is old tale old tale that they summoned this thing do you don't think that really exists do you i have seen some shit <laughs> oh and not just pigeon shit oh uh, well they say that this cup is housed within uh atta saga or a fire temple is what they say but I, I don't know much more than that. It's is this the same fire temple that the uh, that the uh, the French delegation is digging? Oh, you use that word again. I don't know what it means, but I, yes, it is an acronym. It stands for something. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't what. know either. But France, yes, that's that's the rumor. There was a there's a yes a, a man Bertrand or something that's digging nearby. Um, looking for this this temple of fire. He thinks that the site he's at is is its location, but it is myth, dude. We 
if if such thing exists it's lo- it existed it's long gone well all myths and treasures are based on something of the past that's historical doesn't necessarily mean it does not exist but that it is not still there there are riches and treasures all throughout this land can we uh roll about this priest see yeah if you he's can make alive? an insight observation test <laughs> Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Inside observation. What a. What a. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be entirely telling you the truth. I use mm. one success. Give yourself a momentum there, Megan. Doesn't it seems like he's holding back and he's just kind of covering things up with laughter when you talk of right, like- Yama and creatures and things like that he just kind of chuckles it off that's uh, ridiculous it's ridiculous it you know as a frenchman i feel like i know people very well i feel like sometimes people like to lie and you seem to be awfully uncomfortable Oh, why, no, I'm I'm quite comfortable. This is my family's business. I'm here with my brother. I'm here with interesting people like yourselves. Mm-hmm. Now, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. It is up to you. Jonathan, Morris is very big. Do what? We just want to find out the information about the cup. You and your order seem to know a lot about it, but you're not telling us a lot. Uh, what, what, what makes what what leads you to believe that? Uh, I I I I've got to go. I I will not be I will not be threatened. Oh no no no! We are friends. There's no reason. No no. Do not he, do not do not get upset. He is he is uh, he is coming to terms with the fact that he does not exist. So it's very difficult for him. He is <laughs> very ornery. You know. No no no. We 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 do not mean any harm, but. I, I, I just can I? We, we, yes, of course, Mister Morris. I'm gonna take out one of my MREs, get out the little salt packet, <laughs> tear it open, sprinkle it over the melon, just once. Try it. Indulge. This is an olive branch. Okay, just put that in your mouth. Take a second. Think about it before you do anything rash. He looks at you oddly as your mustache is flopping as you talk. He looks at your brother, or his brother. He looks at the rest of you, and he looks at the melon. He takes it slowly and has a bite of it. And Salted melons, you're on to something. I know. Wise beyond my ears. Now that you have partake it in this uh, this very honorable ritual that Mr. Morris has presented to you. We are now bonded. We are now friends. And we now will we'll do anything for each other. Your city is perhaps under a threat. Uh, no one is investigating. We are quite capable if you would like our assistance. Perhaps we help you with your problem. You help us with our inquiry. And if you want the antidote to the poison, you have to tell us because <laughs> that was poison. Sorry. I'm just telling him the truth. I don't know what you want from me. He panics. Poison! Poison! You're trying to kill me! 
I must no, go. I've been eating that every language. day for a week. Like it's. <laughs> you better talk, or you're gonna die. I mean, no point in screaming. I must go. I must go. I must see a doctor. Oh no, no, sit, sit, sit. It's fine. It's fine. No, we're friends. We are friends. We're here. To Look, I'll eat it to too. Like, ah. He is like uh, he, not even human. So turns, that doesn't he count. turns to his brother. Why have you brought me here? Why? Why did you bring me these people to poison me? Okay, everybody just needs to just need to take twenty percent off this right now. Just a little bit on edge. So why don't we all just just everybody sit, taste some melon? We're all going to have some melon. See how mm, very oh god, this is really uh, yeah. Uh, but listen, listen, we don't we don't it is it is translation error. Okay, no threat or intimidation. No, 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 you are not in danger. We just want. Just want to do you want to make way. a reason persuasion <laughs> test? Can I do charm? Yes. Okay. So you're you're, I, you're going minutes. for the charm approach. Yeah. I'm just trying. I'm playing good cop. Yeah. So. <laughs> Henri's bad cop. Okay. So I get a focus for that. I poisoned I you. Now I'm going to kill you. I'm burning momentum. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. I, must, I'm, I must go. I'm going to flee. <laughs> Wait, wait, he takes the, the do something. What can I do? I can spend like fortune or something. I think you could spend fortune. You could. I'll, I'll do that. He goes uh, to the curtain. He swings it open, and I'm. Yeah, I will. I will reroll. Okay. So I'll spend any number of DTs, uh, d20s. I can spend a fortune. Okay, there we go. Two successes. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh he kind of sits down nervously and he looks at the group of you and he looks over his brother and it wasn't poison was it be hold, hold on I, you, I mean i'll get the antidote he starts going in his back Henry! Like, pulling out a liquid oh my gosh i i'm i'm so sorry and we just start again um we've come from afar we're really really good at fixing weird stuff um We've been all over the world. Um, we may be a little bit off off the cuff or uh, and orthodox, unorthodox. That's the word. unorthodox. Um, but deep down, we are really good people. And you poison me. Good people don't poison other people they just met. No, he doesn't understand what salt is. <laughs> he thinks it's bad for you, but salt is good for you. He's just. He's got this made-up place that he thinks he's from that's got all these weird rules. This is so offensive. I know. I'm, I'll pretend to be sorry another day. Here, look. And he hands a little vial to the guy. Drink this. This is not the real poison, is it? <laughs> I guess you just have to trust us. <laughs> Trust you. You're the one. Oh, give it to Gregor to give it to him. Then, then he'll know. <laughs> With that, all of a sudden, Gregor's head pops out. He hasn't made an appearance yet. Oh, what is that thing? I ignore the cigarettes. This is a whoopsie on my part. Right. Here you go. He takes the vial and he just kind of puts it in his in his. Robe. You should drink it quickly. You don't have a lot of time, but okay. He looks at you, kind of like questioning, it, and he just opens the vial and downs it quickly. 
it's just red wine. <laughs> I don't drink. It's against my religion. What have you done to me, you horrible man? Well, he doesn't know that. I'm telling you. You wouldn't know what alcohol tastes like if he doesn't drink. Uh, all right, David Crusoe. Let's... Uh... <laughs> So he's sitting there. He's kind of calmed down. He's not completely trusting the group of you. Let's have a big sigh. What? What else can I tell you? I I say instead of telling us, I I think you should show us. Show you what? Show us. Show us where. Like show us on the the. All we want to do is help. We want to go see this fire temple on top of this hill with there's pillars and a domed roof and uh, there's something to do with 16. Um, and we just, we just where, want to... Where, where did you get this information from? Where did this come from? I told you. We are... We France. Are... <laughs> the sacred place. <laughs> we how, know... how, how do you know of such things? <clears throat> um... I'll go to my bag and I'll I'll pull out my um, uh, my disc thing, and show him and mm. something. Yeah, he takes it, looks at it, and he's 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 like blown away. You can see in his face he's speechless, looking at this thing and the craftsmanship and the artistry and just there's there's nothing like this on earth. Like this is it doesn't look like it's man made. Like even when you look at it, it looks alien and in design he goes what is this where did you get this we we've we fought through a many a bad dream for this and we are here for the cup we need your help to safeguard it against the growing evils in germany we are here to help you however unorthodox we may seem we are helpful And, and I reach for, for the disc back. Yeah, he gives it back. He goes, All right. All right. Perhaps I can help you. Now, there is... We're not convinced there is... An apparition stalking the hills at night. We feel it may be the thief of sight, the creature I spoke of in that story, summoned by the priesthood. Wow. In times of old. But we did not summon such thing. We did not summon it. We feel that whatever's going on in that dig has awoken it. Well, how do you summon it then? I don't know, but I know how to see it. Again, it's called the Thief of Sight, and you are not to see this creature unless you go through a special ceremony, and then you'll be able to see it and then possibly slay it. But well, you must get me. A... Where's this voice coming from? No. <laughs> but I might be able to help with that if you're willing to be rid of this beast for us and find out what's going on up there at that dig. I mean, I was willing to just come get me earlier, but if you can let me actually <laughs> see it, that's great. 
Well, like I said, we did not summon such a thing, but according to ancient texts, the ritual to summon such a creature involved a gruesome sacrifice, the eyes of an unwilling victim, alive or dead. Mm-hmm. And the elders of my order fear that the recent deaths unwilling, wi- willingly, unwittingly or otherwise may eventually bring this creature upon us. And they have unlocked it and unleashed it in the nearby hillside. Would you be willing to go in there, see if this this is in fact that creature and find out what else is going on up there at that dick? We, if there is such a cup, it would be there. This is where the fire temple was erected. This is where all the signs point to. But there is no, there is no text of anything about the cup past um, that time that I spoke about when the Macedonian king was unleashing his terror upon the world, and it was buried away. In this tower. And this creature perhaps, was summoned to protect it. Perhaps it is just so well hidden that no one has how uh, it has found it yet. No. It is possible. Or, or maybe you need the special eyes. Yes. I can help with that as well. Um, so question in your mythological story, how did you seal the creature after it was released? How did you we it was summoned in this happened. place to guard the cup it was never unleashed upon the world oh and so this monster itself is unvi- invisible the only way that it can be seen is by those dabbed with the sacred ash from one of the great fires that is the only way to see this beast otherwise it is invisible to the naked eye mm. you can't just eat a lot of carrots no mm. All right, i'm ready to dab yeah yeah <laughs> Well, and if this is the site, I am quite certain that the dig will not be able to break into the sealed city itself. If this is the site and it does house the cup. Um, Another local tradition is the only way that it can be accessed is through the door of twin flames, a non-corporeal portal that can only be brought into existence in a very particular way. Requires a fire to be lit with embers from the fire of victory to reveal a gateway. And only those who can see both the visible and invisible flames that form it can enter. And again, by dabbing your eyelids with the ash from a sacred flame, it purifies the person and enables them to see clearly. This would also be needed to see and gain French people uh... into the into the city itself, if it is up there. Okay, okay, so we're going to get ash on ice. Then yes. We're... Okay, then that lets us then go, like... You, you can know, get see... Far... If this creature is real, you'll see the creature. Okay, and you'll okay, see the okay. path to the door of the Twin Flames. Right, but then we need to get embers or something. Fire, to light. Yes. Fire, embers of fire victory. Yes. And then, Requires and then fire to be in... lit with the embers of the fire of victory. Right, right. And the fire of victory is like, is that like metaphor or is that like actual thing in Fire Temple? Well, you're in luck. Nearby in Yazad, 
at a holy temple. There is one such fire of victory. The fire in my temple is not as old as that one. That is the closest one to us that has been lit and burning since the days of antiquity. We can go there and we can acquire some ashes from that temple. Mm. One that you can take with you when you cross over in this portal and another we can use for the ceremony to dab on your eyelids so you can see the creatures in the portal. Right, that sounds like a really good idea. Great. Flawless. Let's go. This is going way better. (laughs) Than what, he asks? Than the poisoning. (laughs) It's never poison. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, I will accompany you as foreigners, you will not be granted these ashes from the flame of fires of victory, but I can help you out with that. We can, my brother can get us a car and he looks over at his brother and nods and we can make a trip over there. It is, oh, 200 miles away to the Southeast. Make a short trip there and acquire these, these embers. And then we can come back here and I will do the ceremony and you can go to the site nearby and we can all dab and you can all we'll all do the dab together just like the young kids in france <laughs> ahead of their time <laughs> ahead of their time that that's sounds- for them <laughs> uh he says uh, i i must go back to the temple and i must get a a couple of receptacles a proper holy receptacles to house these embers in to bring back if you'll excuse me and my brother will get you a car and we'll be on our way should we uh maybe go with him in case sight demon chooses him as his next victim if you want you can we sight what are the chances let's see how it goes (laughs) Of the two brothers, this one seems way more crucial. So yes, we should probably. He <laughs> seems <one>. mission critical. <laughs> yeah. All right, you can go with it. You go with him back to the temple. He goes. Just me and him. Yep. Just oh. like best friends. Sure, the two of you. Even though you poisoned him and you were mean and you threatened him, you guys are best buddies now because you gave mm-hmm. him some wine. Mm-hmm. And now he <laughs> had something he shouldn't have. Oh God. Uh, how could this go wrong? Uh, so yeah, the two of you go to the temple. Uh, the rest of you go with uh, Karush and get a, a range for a car. Uh, he goes to the temple. He gets uh, some receptacles to bring the embers back in. It's uneventful. Uh, he tells you about his uh, garden, which is his real passion there at the temple, and he shows it to you. It's quite uh, impressive. And then you go back to the... I plant a baguette in it and <laughs> then you go back. <laughs> All right. There was an empty spot. It wasn't like destroying it. Yes, and he'll have a baguette plant soon, or baguette yeah. tree. Just, just curious. Was there any Egyptian lilies? Is that what they were? Mm. You're not there. I know, but I'm. I would have planted the seed in Henri's head, so he would have been thinking about you it. Did, you didn't know that this guy was a gardener. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in case he has a garden, look for Egyptian lilies. <laughs> <laughs> you said it to everybody whatever you mean everybody knew just <laughs> hey in case they have a garden double check <laughs> that's like the new a new truth on your character 
yeah, sure. All right, so you guys return. The car is there. You have two receptacles to bring the embers back in. One for to be lit uh, when you are at the site, and one to be dabbed on your eyelids. Nice dabbing. All right, so you guys get the car. You uh, set out uh, to Yazad. Uh, even though Darius the Great built an extensive road network across Persia, these conditions are less than adequate and much rougher than what you've encountered anywhere else in the world for the most part. Even going through the deserts of Egypt, uh, these roads are pretty rough. Uh, but you guys are making good time. You don't really encounter or see much here along the way. And you guys arrive in Yazad with little to no uh little to no interruptions so it's just cars filled with smoke me the, gregor yeah everybody's just, just smoking boxing everybody <laughs> yeah <crazy. laughs> so, we got lung cancer going out there this is a ancient city the skyline is dominated with these these large towers um and uh Jamshid explains that these are these are wind catching towers that are used to ventilate and cool the houses uh, here in in the city. It's also dotted with dome structures uh, that allow access to subterranean water supply uh, that protect the water against evaporation from the heat of the sun. And then there's a big trade center to this town. But he drives through the town and through the streets, and he eventually makes his way to a temple much like the one you came from, but newer. It looks like it was built uh, within the last oh, decade or so. Much, much newer, but same sort of design. And he gets out of the car. He's got these two earthenware uh, fire pots with him. And he, he says, uh, uh, you should stay here. I'll go inside and I'll, I'll get the fires or the embers and uh, we'll be on our way and then we can get started with the ceremony. I will stealth follow him. This guy's going to die before we get our stuff. I'm just feeling it. You so think I'm so? He, he goes, yes. goes to the door here, moves his socks and his shoes. He washes his hands and his feet. And it, he walks into a an entrance similar to the other one. There's a big door there. There's a metal pull. And he pulls at it. And eventually someone comes to the door. And he is ushered inside. And the door is closed behind him. Are you going to just enter on your own? Is it like a busy place? Or no, it's really not busy at all. Smaller. Not mm. at all. You'd be the only yes. one walking up and in. I will enter on my own. Okay, make me your stealth check with a two difficulty. Okay, and this is, I guess, doesn't matter because I get focused anyways. I will spend <coughs> momentum. Oh. ha Open the door without a creak, without a sound. You slip in. You see the two of them walking down. Remember how there was that long hallway and then some steps leading to um, like a like a grated door. uh, They go down there and you see the door open. You can see a a big brazier in there and a fire burning. And the two men go into that room with with the burning fire. Okay, I will follow quietly. Baguette out just in case any. Just in case. Uh, everybody outside, go ahead. While you're kind of standing around, you're outside the car, you're taking in the sights, people are looking at you and pointing at you and you're an unusual sight. Uh, you can go ahead and make me an insight observation. 
test. You I'm can good. either do ins- instincts or sight. I was going to say insects, instincts or sight. What? I'm so good instincts? That's those. an ability? It's listed in here. Is it? Is, is wow, it... I've, I've never. The focus. Oh, yeah. It's an observation. observation yeah. yeah. I just don't know I'm how actually... you would. I think I've passed more inside observation rules in this one game. In this one than session? I, this entire yeah. any time I've ever played Ruby. Your macro's yeah. working really well. Right? <laughs> yeah. So go ahead. You just need one. Go ahead and give take a momentum there, Ruby. Nice. You notice as you're standing there and you're looking around and people are kind of looking and pointing at you, you notice a small child a boy looking in your direction he's like down an alley and he's looking over at the group of you intently and when ruby will say you lock eyes with him all of you notice him but you focus in on him ruby with your two successes you the two of you lock eyes and he immediately turns and starts running oh i think uh i think i think uh i'll look at i i i'm, I'm gonna follow him Okay, so he has taken off down an alley. There's people everywhere. You can make me an agility survival test with a focus in tracking to try and keep up with this young boy who has disappeared amongst the people of the streets. You have momentum. You do have a lot of momentum. Go for it. Ruby just takes off. Woo! Wow. Nice. Ruby takes off, and you can see this kid. And then we get, even though you you run up to the alley, and he's got he's got a lead on you. You start like bobbing and weaving, and you can see this kid clearly. And he keeps looking over his shoulder, and he sees you, and he, he has like a panicked look on his face, and he starts like trying to run faster. But you're keeping up on him. Wait, 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 wait! It's okay. I don't want to hurt you. Just watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Knife to the back. No. Thumb knife. Yeah. <laughs> to the kid. <laughs> I know. Where He's do you think you're going? <laughs> wait, wait. So just... Ruby's just run off from the two of you. And uh, she's taken off. And you're yelling, wait, wait, wait. And the boy looks behind. And he sees that you're gaining on him. And he just stops and he drops to the ground. And he starts screaming and bawling his eyes out and people are coming over and they're looking over him and he's pointing at you and saying something you don't understand Arabic and people are now kind of like coming over to you like a couple of men come over to and you, you could tell by their demeanor like put their hands out to stop you and they're kind of questioning you while other people are kind of surrounding this child and helping him and causing quite a scene and, and so like as they're coming over to me is the kid like getting up and running no, he, the, people are like taking, they're helping him up and he's, they're kind of like walking away with him. And he's, it seems like he's still playing this up and playing into it. He's bawling and, and crying and causing a scene. So people are being sympathetic to him. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure he was okay. I, uh, I thought he was like, I'm sorry. I I just wanted to help him. Help. Help. <laughs> Nobody here speaks English is a safe assumption on your part and is correct. So you're speaking and trying to convey this. If you want, you can, you can roll to try and convey your intentions if you want. Yep. I think that's fair. We can do like a reason. Oh, 
It's a tough one. It is. Persuasion. I'm just going to say. And you can do negotiation if you have it. Uh, It's going to be a two difficulty on this. Okay, I'm going to use I'm going to use two. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So these men are coming over and they're like looking angry and they're holding their hands out. It looks like things might get uh, a little out of hand here. Uh, And then you start like body language. You like really lay into like conveying your emotions with your face and your your body actions and things like that. And um, they, you, it, you, it seems like they understand. So what's turned to like anger and violence is now it's it's calmed down, and it's more confusion. They're trying to like show you out of the street. They're but they're doing it kindly. They're not doing it with violence, but they're trying to get you also away from the child because there is still concern for the child. Uh, and people are also taking the child away from you from this general area. But you've you've diffused the situation that could have led to violence. Excellent. I'm going to reach into my pocket and I'm assuming we have some sort of currency um, with us. Sure. And yeah. I'm going to like point to the boy and show him the, the coin and put it inside one of the man's hands and like gesture to give it to the boy. And I'll walk back to the car. All right. He takes it and, yeah. You don't know what he does with it. He disappears with the coin. Fair. Well, that was a waste of a sprint. Some Somebody here knows that we are now here. There was a lookout. I wasn't able to catch him. Whew. Water. <laughs> yeah, you're saying this to Pavel and morris oh yes like maybe we give her melon we like open the melon this is very refreshing because add some salt on salt, it though, yeah. i'm not sure like it's up to you that it's like sweet versus unsweet tea it's very subjective amazing amazing you know you know i if we could get like a i know obviously not here maybe i shouldn't talk about it here but but like a thin slice of of ham and like wrap it around it and like it would be amazing something to think about obviously when we're not here hold on timeouts you want to wrap ham <laughs> around a melon yes it's just like a thing and kind of that is Canada. very spanish wow it, like well think like, about it you have the is this like honeydew melon or <laughs> Well, I would assume that it's like, yeah, like honeydew melon, right? It would be so. Like I've done like ham and pineapple, but like <laughs> honeydew melon? That's like, that's. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking. I would just, as I'm eating this piece of melon, this salted melon, that's, that's what I think of. It's like some nice back bacon, you know, or like a slice <laughs> of ham wrapped around this, this melon. Hmm. I'll have to try it. Right, okay, so... <laughs> I've never heard of him or I've tried a melon either. It is real. What? It is. Yes. delicious. <laughs> All right. It's normally like cantaloupe, I believe. Yeah, and you fry the ham. I know it's totally going. Yeah, anyway, it's delicious. Wait, like cantaloupe? No, it's like prosciutto, like... And oh, you do like okay. prosciutto oh, and salty. Like 
Yeah, cured. very okay. salty cured, and then you wrap it around like the melon. Okay, so like, you know, prosciutto, like, like, so it's like it's like cold cured and everything, right? It's not like yes. Hot. Okay, At least the one that I had, mm, yes. So it's like thinking like a hot slab ham. Crispy ham. Let's still try it. Okay. Um, back to you and Jamshid. So you're there, you kind of like get up to the inner sanctum, you open the door, and you see them <clears throat> he's taking embers from the fire and putting them in these these pots, these receptacles. Um these jars. I want to, with my great stealth check, I want to light my cigarette. Light the the cigarette, cigarette on the sacred flame of victory. Yeah. Yep. Whatever. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> You've got, you had like crazy successes getting in here, didn't you? I had four, yeah. You had four. So that. yeah, you, you know, their backs are turned and you sneak in there, you take out a cigarette, you kind of put it in the fire and puff and he's like oh this is like one of the best cigarettes i've ever smoked yeah you feel great one may say divine divine ah we'll play divine honoree his ascension to godhood begins now nope so all right well he's just making sure everything's fine with this dude yeah everything seems fine and he uh gets the embers he Leaves the room, you get out ahead of him, sort of thing, and uh, you go back to the car. And Ruby's and everybody's eating melons when you come out. And Ruby's talking about wrapping melons in ham, and you're just like, "It's a thing." I would try it. I would. Oh well, you know what? The next time, I bet you we could get some on the ship home. See, that's how optimistic I am about us. We we we. Next time we land, we could get some. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, land on the ship. Okay. We, 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 we have we, the embers. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Well, good, good, good. Yeah, I, I don't know about this ham thing. I haven't really eaten pig or ham. Like, back in Carpathia, uh, Gregor had really good friends that was boar. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, the, the village, they were hungry, so they slaughtered him and ate them. And it's not been the same since. And so every time I look at menu and I think, oh, boar, and then... I just kind of have it in back in back of mind. I probably shouldn't eat it, you know, and make them very sad. That would be bad. That's fair. I I, I had no idea. I'm so sorry. I'll no, eat no, it's for okay. You. It was very tasty, friend. At least. Aren't we trying to save the world, or should we? <laughs> You're talking oh, about right, a pig. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. So you get loaded back up in the car. You get headed on your way back on the way back things get saucy you're driving through the desert you're everybody's happy like hey that wasn't so bad ruby talks about a kid she chased in the streets everybody's like what uh and as she's talking about this all of a sudden you hear like the sound of glass kind of like not shatter but like crack and there's a bullet hole clear through one of the windows of the car and then all of a sudden, you hear another gunshot go off, and there are men riding on horses uh, on either side of the car. Like, they're not right beside you, but, like, they're coming out from the, the the rocks and the desert around you, making their way towards the car. You can see they're holding rifles. They're dressed in um, loose trousers, knee-length robes, 
uh, and they are riding. Some of them have clubs, some of them have guns, and they are riding your direction. And those guns are being fired at you in your car. Hmm. What do you do? This is my time to shine. Henri will lean out the window, and with his throwing focus, he will <laughs> chuck a baguette at one of the writers. Okay, this will be a three difficulty. Okay. You're no both problem. moving. They're both moving objects, and they're not super close. We'll wait till one gets in in I'll use throwing distance. But you are both moving. I'm a, I don't know who's driving. Who's driving this car? Who wants to drive this car? I assume they are, right? Uh, Jamshid? Right probably. Sure. Yeah, Jamshid. I mean, we don't we don't know where we're going. He could direct you. He could be the Oh, oh so, so you close. lean out the window and you throw a loaf of bread and it just kind of like falls in the sand as a horse gallops over it. Mm. I need <clears> them to be closer. <laughs> yeah, what, what range band are they at right now? Um, we'll say they're at medium range currently. Okay, can I do something then, possibly? Sure. How many are there? There are 12 in total, and they're kind of scattered about. Like, they're they're not riding one group. Like, there's some on the left side of the car, some on sure, the sure. right side of the car, and some behind the car. And they're, like, riding in, in groups, kind of broken okay. up. Okay, so what I would like to do uh, is I'm... I'll say, like, kind of offhanded. Karush, brother of Karush, whose name I've forgotten. Don't, don't freak out. Don't freak out, okay? Uh, Just don't freak out. <laughs> and then um, I will start concentrating. My face will get very pale. Like, little tiny roots will start bursting out here and there. The skin, my face will start looking very ugly, paper thin, like, almost like tree bark where my my my, my skin used to be. Uh, and then I will cast spell as like this. You, you hear a horn. You can the sound like. Uh, so I'm gonna try to cast um, horn of Niet. Uh Niet. and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna burn both of those momentum actually to get this. Uh, okay, so yeah, forgot how to do it. Sorry. Nope, it's all good. Uh, actually, no, it's just, been uh, months. just do the one momentum, I should say. Let's do the one momentum. It's probably fine. Focus is good. Okay, so that is three successes. I only needed one, so that is two extra momentum. Uh, and so the horn begins to sound. It's like, I like to think that if we had an exterior camera on the uh, on the car, you would see giant, like, Viking-like horn begin to shape on top of it, like we are carrying luggage. Uh, and then uh, bursting up from the ground around all creatures uh, that I, uh, I designate within medium range are yes. all sorts of roots and things like that. Yes. Um, I'm going to say, so... Uh, so it targets all enemy creatures within medium range of 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 us. And she said they're medium range. Uh, I, so I did. They, they, they uh, their athletic scores uh, are going to determine whether or not they're affected by this. And they have to. So any creature whose athletic score is lower than the number of effects. Actually, I'm sorry. I got to run my effects first. Sorry, it's been so long. I'm I'm sure it's going to be lower. Okay, so I burnt my. Weird things. So seven. I have to roll the effect. I'm trying to remember yeah, how to that's do okay. this. Power five. My weird gives me like plus two. 
Divided and by seven, the square root of three. Seven, and I, I should I roll four dice. Nine. Okay. <laughs> I totally forget it, dude. I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, it's been months since you played this character. We all know it's the single baguette that I threw. That's really the one that's going to trip all the horses. I'm using this the athletics of the horses on this. So okay, so, so they're probably stronger. They are. This is going to be all right. So the number of effects rolled on here. So it's going to be oh! five effects. <laughs> There's no okay. Way. Yep, it's under. <clears throat> okay, only so, athletics of two when so, running. So. <laughs> so as they're chasing after us. Uh, these these phantom tendrils and roots burst up out of the ground and snake and ensnare all of them. Uh, so I'm not sure whether you want it to be horses and it throws the people off of them or whether it's all of them together, however you want to. It yeah, basically yeah, yeah. traps them in place. Sure. Yeah, so nice. they come up and they entwine the horses and the men on horseback and are stopped in their <laughs> tracks <laughs> with violent thrust and they're kind of just like oh on the spot and Jamshid is what what is what is this what are you doing what is this oh, it's fine don't worry don't look at my face don't look at it oh out. what is wrong with him i did oh it's this dry climate oh <laughs> <laughs> who are these men why are they attacking us what is wrong with your friend uh Morris, maybe put your shield uh, on the window while we get shot at and let's go. Yay! Don't worry. <laughs> Would you like a baguette? You hungry? No. <laughs> Why did you throw bread at them? It was so close. If I would have remembered my talent, I actually would have hit. Uh so he keeps driving. He speeds up, <laughs> gets bumpier, and he speeds up, and uh these these horsemen, these armed horsemen are left in the distance. So you drive away nice. back towards Isfahan. Isfahan. And we will end there. We'll leave off there after that encounter and pick up next <laughs> week. Going back to prepare the the uh, ashes so you can be dabbed. Mm-hmm. And then uh, going to the, the city of flame and uh, yes. going to fight an invisible creature with wings and that... Uh, the body of a lion, possibly. It's going to go great. It's going to go wonderful. Yeah. I can foresee it. All right. Mm-hmm. There we go. That was the beginning of Persia. So let's do round table here. Jeff, what do you got going on here next week? Yeah, man. Twitch.tv slash the Lolly Gaggers tomorrow night. Friday, we are playing a Blade Runner. Uh, it's our second session. So come hang out with us. Pretty fun game. Uh, Saturday, we're doing One Ring, continuing our uh, year-long One Ring campaign now at this point, I think. Uh, Monday, we should be back to Horror, Horror on the Orient Express uh, for Call of Cthulhu. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to premiere Matt's character in that, uh, and Jeremy you'll see as well. Uh, and then Tuesday, our buddy Steven is uh, starting up a Forbidden Lands campaign. Uh, and so you can also see Aaron, who's not here tonight, but he's also uh, playing in that game too. Very so cool. Got- uh, Megan, what do we got? What do we, what do you got going on? Are we playing a game this Sunday? Is that happening? I want to say yes. Like I'm fairly <laughs> confident. Um, maybe. I don't know. We're gonna, we're gonna finish Nemesis. Yeah, I think we're gonna try and play Nemesis again on Sunday. Oh, I played Nemesis on Friday. They're very cool. Yeah, that's that's all. 
Awesome. Uh, Jeremy, tell me about this uh, Patreon. Yeah, you're in Reese on Patreon. You get comics, maps, art assets, tokens, fun stuff. Check it out. And Evan, you got anything going on? No. Negative. All right. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks to the players. It's good to get back to this. These characters are awesome. I love them. This is good to play with them again. And uh, we will see you next week, Thursday. We'll pick up and we should hopefully have a full group then. Uh, until then, we'll see you guys all next week. Thank you for joining us.